There's a, a, you know, a little bit of private chatter. Hello, everyone. I would like to address my nation to the people of Ireland. I respect you all greatly, and I would like to put forth some of my thinking. All the cool kids do this. Hello, please. Hello, and welcome to Six Bits. My <laughs> name is Maureen O'Connell. And my name is Ray Foley, and we were you just missed it. You just missed it, listener. Uh, we were just talking about Murren's sex life, uh, which uh, was as disturbing for me as it w- would be for you had you heard as it, it. But it's as not. it is for me, as, as it, it is for me, Ray. Talking about, I don't think that actually what you just described to me is actually sex, Murren. I well, think- when we can actually go because it's called six bits in New Zealand, it's actually sex bits. Oh, I see. Because someone sent me a message saying this is a very uh, or the 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 pod. This is going to be a very popular podcast in New Zealand. And then I googled it, and it it didn't. I I didn't find anything. So I was like, "What are oh. you talking about?" Yeah. A friend of mine in New Zealand was like, "Oh, I saw you've got a podcast. Six is about six. And uh, I was just like, "No, it's not the way you pronounce it." So they would say sex, like six. Oh, six bits. Six. All right, okay, six. I got you. Six bits. Six bits. Pod at gmail.com is our email address. And uh, we work on the six o'clock show, but this is not a six o'clock show production. Just in case we should say something to cheese off the, our VMTV overlords. Uh, who's starting this one? Uh, this one, I think I will start this one. And just to let anyone know, we do have a safe word in this podcast. Oh, do we? What is it? And that safe word is Azerbaijan. Oh, right. Okay, fine. Azerbaijan, yeah. Uh, to, to fill people in who missed our, may not have listened to all of the podcasts, which, by the way, is perfectly okay. It uh, really is. <laughs> it's fine. Because we were finding our feet. Uh, Azerbaijan is the safe word that we... It's it's both a safe word... Initially, it was set up as a safe word for if you want to be able to say to someone that they are too close or they're doing something stupid or something that might uh, increase the chance of spreading infection in the current climate, yes. uh, then you could say Azerbaijan and mean it in a sort of a cool way. Like, uh, listen, I'm not, I don't mean to be a dick about this, but Azerbaijan sort of just, thing. Just, just two metres. Yeah, two and, metres. and Azerbaijan will be that word. Yeah. Uh, it, we, we thought it more appropriate to use that than either Italy or Spain for obvious reasons. So uh, as, Azerbaijan we're going for. Uh, although it was, it was off the top of Warren's head. Uh, and uh, yeah, it really hasn't taken off. Really, really hasn't. It, it has for me. It, it's an Eddie Izzard reference for anyone who's into Eddie Izzard. Um, I'm going to start today. So number one, it's Dua Lipa's new album. We were speaking yesterday about how I'm so out of the new music phase because mm. I don't work on the <clears throat> on R.I.P. The, on the radio. R.I.P. R.I.P. Thoughts, thoughts and prayers. <laughs> thank you. And then Dua Lipa's new album dropped into my inbox this morning. I've okay. still got some friends, you know, and uh, I cannot stop listening to it. It is banger after banger after banger after banger after banger. We've got a pop album back. Oh, okay. Because um, Lady Gaga's new song is a banger as well. I want just to be yeah, do you know what? It's all right. I love it. I love yeah. it. And do you know what? That uh, Justin Timberlake and Scissor song. Oh, 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 oh. Very good. Yeah. But I just don't trust them with the whole album. This album, which I thought was going okay. to be, because Don't Start Now, I thought it was just going to be a Calvin Harris ripoff, just her taking a lot of his synths. No, 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 no. Okay. W- one second. They sampled White Down. I Could Never Be Your Woman. I'm in. I'm in with both feet. I I knew I'd have you with yeah. that. Olivia Newton-John in there. Craftwork. 
Oh, I'm okay. only on the second. It is just, I cannot get over how bloody good this album is. Listen to it. I can't warm to her. I like some of her songs, but I can't warm to her. Like, it's, and I suppose I don't, you don't need to warm to someone to like their songs, but I just think she's, she strikes me as like the mean Kardashian or that kind of thing that like, she's not, she's, not, she's kind of unfriendly seeming. Do you know what I mean? I, no. Okay, fine. <laughs> I haven't watched any interviews with her. This is only from like pictures of her and her music videos. And she seems like a mean girl. I know at the the Brits. Yeah, sorry. At the Brits two years ago, she brought up and I know that you'll hate this, but she brought up her little brother and sister on stage and was like, and you hate that. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. And they were so proud of her. No, it's just banger after banger after banger after banger. You will be including these songs in your mixes all of the time. And it's been a long time because... They're all like Katie, uh, Katy Perry. There is Ugh. a remix, an 80s remix of, uh, what was Julie's first song? What was, the, what was the big first song from her? Uh, uh, New Rules. New, there is an 80s remix, I swear yeah. to God. Have you heard it? It's class. It's unbelievable. It's, uh, it's all swizzled and mixed up to make it sound like an old 80s song, even though it's a modern song. And it was just made to sound like an old song. It's incredible. Do a, do a Google for it. Uh, it's amazing. I think you might be able to get it on Spotify. It's certainly on SoundCloud. Dua Lipa it's, 80s remix. The album was called Future Nostalgia. And obviously there's going to be a song in there about her love life. That that you have, to, you have to do that. Okay. I don't know if this ever happens to you when you listen to music and it's a song about a love life. I unfortunately, my brain goes to the area where then I think of the person and their lovemaking with their significant other. Oh, Jesus. So you're thinking of Dua Lipa having sex with somebody? With Anwar Hadid. Oh, she's right. She's going out with one of the, you know, the, the Hadid sisters. Okay. She's, she's going out with their little brother. And my brain this morning listened to that song. I was like, I don't want to go there. It's a Friday morning. What I is it with the Hadids? What is it with the Hadids? And the, what, do, do their parents not, never turn around to them and say, you're staying in tonight? One of no. You, one of you are staying in tonight to watch telly with me. Is Love is Blind I, is just after starting on Netflix <laughs> and we're staying in to watch it. No, all of the Hadids are out all the time being famous. I, I, I think that they, I think the mom is a momager and she's like, get out there now. Okay. I had, I had a very expensive divorce. You make me some goddamn money. You beautiful looking creatures. He's a peculiar looking creature, I have to say. S- right. Uh, did you just look at Anwar? Yeah. This is not face shaming or anything like that, but you look at the sisters. <laughs> but and you're if like, I had that face, I'd be ashamed. <laughs> but, but then one of the Hadids, she changed her whole face. Oh, oh, right. Surgery, is it? Or? Yeah, just Google uh, Bella Hadid before surgery there. Okay, give me a moment, please. Please hold, caller. Bella. Oh, Jesus. Hang on. And it's a sort of thing where you're like, when she looks in the mirror, does she know who she is anymore? Because she's a completely different person. But surely she's a young woman. She'd be too young for getting... Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. yeah there you go. That's a nose job. And, and a more. jaw. Yeah. And a jaw job. And there was a bit of a head job as well. As in She her, looks a bit her. like J-Law now, doesn't she? Like, uh, she looks so different. Oh, my God. That's so... That's such so shameful, or so it's so not shameful, but it's so sad. Sad. That's the word I'm looking for. Sad. It is because it's not like she had a deviated septum. Oh, there it's was just yeah, yeah. Let's change my whole face. So you grow up with it, but she changed it when she was about sixteen to eighteen, I'd say. So she was like, "I don't like this one. I'm going to get a new one." Here's the other thing, though, as well, is that uh, when when people get work done, they have clearly become a there's a person who has had work done. 
face. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's, there is. A, it's very, very rarely that someone will get work done and you'll go, oh, did they? I never really... Like Jennifer Aniston. Uh, she got the nose job, you know, famously. Yeah. But you never yeah. re- really would have known that. Whereas... I, well, I suppose she's had her whole face done, this girl. So you can you can clearly ha- see that they, they all of the work. But she did a pre-fame, you see. Because the other sister was getting famous. And she was like, do you know what? I I'll did. I'll go into hiding for a year. I did. Gigi was getting famous. I really don't think that anyone would look at that girl now. I, I, forgive me. I don't, I wouldn't have, I've never seen her before, okay? But I don't think you could look at that girl in the after photos and go, she hasn't had work done. <laughs> Like, Did, that's oh a, no, you couldn't. Yeah. Like it's airbrushed. She went in with a picture of Carla Brunei, you know the the yeah. Italian supermodel who uh, married Nicolas Sarkozy. She went in and said, Sarkozy. "Make me look like that." Sarkozy, Sarkozy, Sarkozy in Paris, le président de France, cousine de France, cousine de France, cousine de France. Shall we? Um, yeah, let's let's do let's go. Number two, hot cross buns. Where are we on hot cross buns, Morton? I think I've only ever had one in my life. I, I realize we're coming up to Easter. Uh, dear listeners, you can note that we are again, once again, trying to avoid coronavirus as much as possible. Although it mm. is inevitable, we get there eventually. Yeah, uh, hot cross buns. And by the way, we spend I at least I do spend most of my time going. Try and find something else. Try and find at least two things that aren't coronavirus. Corona. So we've got Julie, yeah. but I know we've got hot cross buns. Uh, when did though hot cross buns become a thing in Ireland? I think it's it seems to be a sort of a to my mind now. Correct me, a sort of a like a a home counties Enid Blyton Protestant English thing, right? Uh, but. It, I think I credit to, to to my mind or for me I credit Marks and Spencers and maybe to a certain degree Tesco with importing the what because there's a whole thing now with hot cross buns which is like they're like Easter eggs or they're like um, Christmas crackers in the run up to Christmas or cream eggs in the run up to Easter or do you know as Easter's approaching all the hot there are hot cross buns or mince pies in in Tesco's as well. In the run up to Christmas, there's mince pies everywhere and Brussels sprouts everywhere. As as Easter's approaching, there are hot cross buns everywhere, like stacked. Yeah. And I think that that wasn't always the case. Like in in our house, Irish Catholic West of Ireland, then we never had hot cross buns. They were never like we knew what hot cross buns were. We weren't deprived in any way. We we had other food. We, it just, we had soda bread. Yeah, that's it. We just, just, it, it was never, hot cross buns were never a tradition like they are now, where it seems to be a thing now. It's it's an incredibly English thing, like a scone. Um, <laughs> or a, sco- a scone, as we'd say here. <laughs> See, a scone is fine. A I'd have scone. a scone. But, uh, no, not a fruit. Oh, lads, fruit, no. So, um, it's it's incredibly English. I would agree with you. I would think it's as English as Coronation Street, as yeah. the Queen. And uh, I don't know if it's for that reason. That I have never really tried one. What? Oh, I, I uh, never gave you a Doomla either. I'll take them tonight. But so we'll be two podcasts late. You're supposed to be trying your Doomla tonight. On, oh yeah, or today on the podcast. But uh, that's from yesterday. I forgot the Doomla. I'll take a couple tonight with me. They're gorgeous. Do you, do you, when you eat a hot cross bun, have you had one? Yeah, we. I buy them all the time. Now they're only a euro for four of them in Tesco's, and there's a Tesco and next to me. So anytime I go in, I'm like, no, okay, I'll throw them in. I, do you get I, a bit posher as soon as you have one? Like <laughs> when you're having a cup of tea, does the pinky finger automatically go out yes, yeah. as though you're the queen? And I have lashings and lashings of creamed rice and uh, brandy beer 
no, wait, 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 what, is it brandy beer? No, not brandy beer. Brandy butter. Or, brandy butter. Or ginger beer. We, I ginger. have lashings and lashings and lashings of ginger beer and white, or what is it? Cho- what's the, the chocolate in a tin? Or chocolate? What's the Choc- powdered what? milk? But Pureed? Oh, um, saturated con- milk or what is No, pa- not concentrated milk. It is the- concentrated milk. That's what it is, yeah. No, it's not. It's it's the you put it in caramel slices. Yeah. Nestle um, ca- ca- concentrated milk. No, it's no, it's not. not. Saturated milk. You not know, evaporated. If, what is it? You know what we're talking about anyway. Oh, Jesus Christ. England Blyton, like gonna, I say. I'm going to remember that in 20 minutes. Um, and as you're having, as you're having your hot cross bun on your Saturday morning, is it like out of the speakers, out of nowhere, they know at HQ in England, they're like, an Irish has done it again. Somehow get, Hail <laughs> Britannia, the monarch of the sea into the house. We'll get them by hook or by crook. I don't mind telling you, I do have a, an edge of guilt. Not a guilt, but a, a little, a sliver of, this isn't right. This, this, I never needed this before and I don't need no. this now. But uh, it is a grand little treat, uh, size-wise, in the middle of a breakfast programme that, oh, RIP, sorry. Uh, and <laughs> that, uh, that at about eight o'clock, I can have, stick that in the toaster during the COVID lockdown. Uh, stick, stick one in the toaster, cut it in half, stick the two sli- slices in the toaster. And then put a little bit of butter on there and a cup of coffee. And that'll keep me going then till about 11 o'clock when I need another bit. That's the sort of thing that gets your passport confiscated, though. I'd go back <laughs> to the soda bread now, Ray. And just, we're in dangerous times. You know, we've I got a caretaker have, government. I shouldn't have put it in the podcast. I really shouldn't uh, have put it out there. I, now they know. I'm going to and be revoked. What's your name, Oscar Raymond O'Faulu. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to revert to the Irish name now. Um, okay. We're gonna have to call you Ray, just so that you can get away with it, because they'll they'll be after you now. Go and get him out of the country. He's one of them. He's one of them. Number three. I'm gonna go with uh, New Zealand. They're on second day of lockdown. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Coronavirus is snaking its way in, and they have really taken too. Because I was checking it out earlier on. I've got friends who live there. Um, they've gone for formal Fridays. So this is the thing that Jimmy oh, Kimmel started. I, I heard this. I heard a, a New Zealand or a Kiwi uh, rugby player on uh, Five Live this morning doing an interview. And yeah. I guess they could Skype. They were Skyping each other because they could see each other. And they were like, why are you wearing a suit? And it turns out it's because they're in, it's the whole mix up. It's a sw- swap around, switcheroo. Switcheroo. So in, in New Zealand, uh, mm-hmm. they've really taken this formal Fridays. So they had... How to six bits, listeners. The six bits. Six, six bits. And uh, there was some famous, I think she's a television host or something. She wore a full ball gown and a tiara. She was like, if I'm going formal, (laughs) I'm going formal Friday, big style. And then there's a lot of business on the top, party on the bottom. And the other day on the six o'clock show, Gavin Casey was on our sports guy from 42.ie. And I was like, "Um, Gav, thanks for keeping up with the old uniform that you always wear. You know, he wears the jacket or he wears the cardigan. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what's going on? What's going on down below? What's happening underneath? And he oh, hang on, up. because uh, it was on the he was, Skype. He was on Skype. Uh, sorry, on Skype. I sorry, I was wondering. I was like, why? What's the big deal? Sure, you'd see him on the telly, but you can't. Because no. uh, yeah, I had the same deal the other day when I was on the Skype, which as well, like genuinely, I was wearing my sh- the, what I'm wearing now, the shorts, and uh, but on the top, I'd actually literally just for the Skype put on a shirt. And then I took the shirt off again straight away as soon as the Skype was over with you. Obviously. But I'm thinking we kind of have to get a bit dressed up for work at the moment being on the old telly. Mm -hmm. But if anyone feels like doing like a formal Friday tonight, 
just going, do you know what? Oh my God, I'm going to get totally dressed up. That. We'll do it next Friday, will we? I mean, as long as this lockdown's still on, it'll still be a thing. We do it next Friday. And we'll actually we dress up. We'll, like, we do full block. I'll wear a suit and everything. You wear a suit. I'm, I don't know. Would, you, would we not just do it tonight? Come home, have a glass of wine. I'm going to put on a ball gown. You put on a suit and we'll have a glass of wine. You mean like after the show? Yeah. No, it sounds like too much hard work. No. <laughs> and besides, I'm cooking tonight. I'm in the kitchen cooking tonight as well. So now we'll do it next Friday, though. We'll do okay. It, yeah, we'll do it but on the guys, telly if, next Friday. If you're doing Formal Friday, can you get onto us on Instagram or Twitter just to let us see your pictures? Because I think it sounds like great crack because we're all wearing pajamas all the time. Number four. Miriam's doing the Late Late Show tonight. Woo woo. Woo woo. Finally. Doing it for the Late Sisters. Sisters finally getting a look in. Sisters. Go, sisters. Although, in fairness, it should have been Claire Byrne. But Claire Byrne's off as well because she's sick as well, isn't she? Oh, Claire's, Claire is more formal than Miriam. You need someone uh, oh, but I think, I think, a bit more what? chatty. There's a, there's a glint in the eye with Claire Byrne. I'd say she's a bit of crack. I'd say she probably is a bit of crack if she lets her hair down. But she I'd say she, she is a bit of it. crack, but we're not going to see that on the telly because mm. she's the serious one on the telly. Okay. So I'd say with Miriam, it's a bit of... Hey, 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 hey. We've seen her on her Sunday night. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not a big Miriam fan. Uh, I'm I'm more of a I don't so, I don't hate Miriam I just don't particularly oh my, like her. Do you know the way I just told you you're going to get kicked out of the country because of the hot cross buns? I have to love Miriam as well. This is strike number two, Foley or old Faulu or whatever the hell you're called. Well, get out. Well, I'm at it. I don't. I've never liked Mary Kennedy. <laughs> I'm joking. That is actually a joke. I love Mary Kennedy. I know that's a joke because when she comes into the six o'clock show, your eyes go googly. You're no, like, there's Mary that. Kennedy. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, for the record, I've never liked Pat Short, Dumbelievables or Jumbo Breakfast Roll. <laughs> That's it, he's gone. He's out. He's out, guys. It's been lovely having you for five or six episodes of Six Bits. It's done. No, it's, no there's something about Miriam. It's like she's a foreign person or something to me. She lives an entirely foreign uh, life to, to me. She doesn't seem... Whereas Mary Kennedy, you know Mary Kennedy puts on the slippers... And makes herself a cup of tea when she comes in. You don't know that. You don't. I just don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't have a. I, I'm unable to paint a picture in my head of Miriam. I. I always think she's playing up. Just I mean. I always nope. think. She, yeah. Well, he's like, whatever. Miriam goes home. She opens a bottle of wine, and you know she's going to finish that bottle of wine. <laughs> yes, Miriam. <laughs> Once it's yes, open. Once it's Miriam. open, that's it. There's no going back. There's no point wasting it until tomorrow. Let's just get that whole thing done. I'm going to that. have a. I'm going to open a bottle of wine, and she'll drink that thing. She also could be. Uh, is but it that it's she's so, so meaningful? Though I'm going to do it in a very meaningful, worthy way. No. You're, I swear to God, that woman, you could go to a pub, have a great laugh. You know, she's got an amazing sense of humor. But also, she could have been one of the elves in The Lord of the Rings. If you took the tan down, she could have been beside Galadriel. <laughs> okay, yeah, fair enough. I swear, I think that she would have fit in there perfect. The blonde hair, she's so tall. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. I, I don't know why. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, okay. Well, why is it then that Claire Byrne... Is serious, but they—it's the same gig, isn't it? Like it's news, it's newsy stuff. That Miriam does newsy stuff, Claire Byrne does newsy stuff. Why couldn't well, Claire do do both? Because Miriam's radio show, RIP, has been—it's uh, much more chatty, uh, yeah. and Claire is like getting to the news. And you know that Claire is probably a great laugh. I agree with you there. But then Miriam's done the Saturday night show, the wearing the jeans on the telly with a bit of diamante. She's there. A lot of people are talking about Tommy Tiernan should have gotten the show. 
Ah, oh, it's just a once-off, though, isn't it? Like, it's nothing to get too bogged down in, is it? Really, it's just it's, a, it's just a while. While Tuberty's off with, on the coronavirus uh, lockdown yeah. for a couple of because there's there are concerns that he has it. Has he been confirmed yet? No, it hasn't been confirmed yet. Right, okay. um, because there's a lot of talk of if he gets a test and other people don't. So I'd say he's just self-isolating uh, because there'll be a lot of backlash okay. um, about who gets tests. But Tommy doesn't need to do the late late show because this is a late late show done over Skype. They'll have pre-recorded Hosier in studio, all that kind of yeah, stuff. No. Tommy's got his niche now. Like Tommy did such a great job on the Tommy. I don't Tiernan think show. what Tommy does is niche. I think Tommy really should be presenting the Late Late Show. I, oh, I, not I, niche. I'm saying no. his thing. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, he's, he's certainly very successful at what he does, and it has been uh, a huge success. And it is definitely like, it, yeah, it, what you just said is that he doesn't need to do it, particularly yeah. for a once-off on an, or on a fill-in basis. No, he doesn't need to do that. No, not at all. And um. The the thing is, it it's it's a it's a winner for them to give it to Miriam because, you know, P, good PR and give it to a woman, all that jazz, you know. Oh, shut up! <laughs> shut up! She's just the right person to do it. That's what it is. And well, uh, right oh, but person. Claire's in in a shed, so so. <laughs> but, so I am worried about Claire in the shed. I'm like, is it a blow up mattress? What's going yeah. on? Is it, and is a... it because she's been living in a shed for the last two weeks that she's picked up a bit of a cough? <laughs> <laughs> and it's not the coronavirus at all. all. Well, no, she got the test. Um, I'm worried. The, the shed looked very good, though. It did look like a, a sauna, didn't it? I did not like the look of the shed. And in fairness, they could have done anything with it to make it look a little bit more, a, a little bit more telly. Like, of course, it needed to look like it was a shed just for the sake of... It did. Yeah, but I, I think they could have put a, you know... Just rather than the lamp behind her and having it what, so dark, a, a pot plant, a bit of darning. Yeah, or the, or a or a stripy yellow and green rug on the floor. Oh Jesus yeah. Christ! <laughs> Why would you do it to me? Why? Uh, <sighs> anyway, number five. Okay, this is coronavirus adjacent. Uh oh, and this is where we get to bring in the wonderful Malcolm Tucker. Of BBC's The Thick of It into the conversation. Oh, awesome. Cool. Because a few years ago, I think it was in season three, there was an episode where Malcolm starts, orders a lockdown in Nicola's office. And it's, Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I can't curse. Remember, it's an effing lockdown. It's a effing lockdown right now. Come off it. We're not in a prison drama, are we? We are in a prison drama. This is the f***ing Shawshank Redemption, right? But with more tunneling through, no f-ing redemption. Right, people, nobody move, right? Nobody move, nobody gets f-ing truncheoned in the face. This is a lockdown, right? I swear to God, it's one of the funniest episodes I have ever seen. And now the BBC have taken that episode and they're actually pushing it out on their socials. Awesome. To get people to stay at home. I thought it was a hoax and that it was the TV editor of The Guardian, Jim Watterson, who's very funny. I thought he just mocked it up and he's like, no, lads. The BBC did those graphics. They are putting this out in their socials. It is absolutely brilliant. Class. I'll check that out. I, do you know what? It makes me want to start watching the thick of it again. Because uh, it was so brilliant. Oh my God, it's so good. They've they've done that as well, right? But they're also using scenes from Alan Partridge about how to handle social isolation when he's in a caravan as to what you can do to have a routine in your day. They're pushing all this stuff out. And it is... It's class. And do you know what it makes me want to say, Ray? Uh, Just give us the iPlayer. Just give us the goddamn access <laughs> to the iPlayer, BBC. Come on, we're right here. You know we watch your stuff. 
just just let us in. Let us into the let um, let the, us in. the um, have you seen our, on the subject of the thick of it, Armando Iannucci, who was who was the genius writer and creator? Don't of bring it, it up, and then and then Veep. Uh, Don't bring it up. Don't do it. Okay. I Are you going to say it? I won't mention Avenue Five. It is unbelievably bad. Although I read a thing, a spoiler-free thing, that said that apparently an insane thing happens late in the series. And a truly insane thing that you just wouldn't expect happens. I'm not going to... that. Uh, that's as far as spoilery as I go. I haven't looked it up what it is. But apparently, apparently, it all makes sense then. But I really don't know. Unless it's literally Armando Iannucci walking out onto the spaceship set of this dreadful space set com- so so inverted co- commas co- comedy and says I, I in his in his Scottish accent isn't it Scottish? Is he Scottish? No, Armando isn't Scottish. Uh, he, uh, uh, or is he? No, he has a peculiar accent. accent. I don't know what yeah. it is. Uh, and he could he com- be a posh Scott. And he, he just apologises for the whole thing and says it made you look made you stick with it because <laughs> it was me for five episodes or whatever <laughs> eight episodes. So he goes meta on it. I, I haven't seen Hugh Laurie do anything bad in years. And then there's it, this one episode of this. Yeah. And then Avenue 5. I'm, I'm just like, what? And I'd all say the Hugh Laurie signed have. up for it. I think they, I, they probably all signed up for it. Josh Gad. They probably all signed up for it on the basis that, well, this is Armando Iannucci who created yeah. the thick of it in Veep. I mean, there's no way this is going to be bad. And it is like, it's not just bad. It's like, oh my God, this is awful. This is awful. And yet you stick with it. I think I managed to make it through two episodes or was it three? Because I'm like, he's created the thick of it and Veep. Yeah. We're good here, guys. And uh, m- okay. m- most of the Partridge stuff was him and oh, Kirk yeah. together as him well. Oh, yeah, him as well. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I do you give him a pass with this? Because absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 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 you yeah, do. Yeah. You absolutely do. You're like on your body of work. It's, it's fine. And I don't know if you've seen something today. It does look like it's been written by Armando Iannucci. Um, so if you want to go to my Twitter right now, I've retweeted it. Is it Boris and, has got it? Is it? No. Uh, Boris, no, Boris has gotten the coronavirus, but you know his puppet master, Dominic Cummings. Yeah. <laughs> There's just a clip of him scarpering from number 10. And I mean, he's holding onto his backpack. And running. He's over his shoulder, but he's holding it. And he's just <laughs> running away from number 10. And I'm just sitting there going, Karma, did Armando baby. write this? Is, <laughs> did, did he do this? It is classic. I've retweeted it if you want to check it out there. Beautiful. Benedict Cumberbatch is already working on a parody for Saturday Night Live or something, something like the moment. Number six. I'll keep it short and sweet. What's your favourite? Uh, it's been doing the rounds the last couple of days. Your favourite TV theme tune. And it can't be Friends. Sorry. 30 Rock. Solid. Okay, that's only 17 it's- seconds, but it's brilliant. But it's the only TV theme tune that I never fast forward. Ever. I will listen to it every single time. I'll see your 30 Rock and I'll raise you Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. It's done by the same guy. It is. It's it's her husband. It's Tina Fey's Tina, husband. Yeah. Uh, Robert Carlock, is it? Yeah. yeah. No. Robert. No, no. Car, car, mm, uh, ah, you're killing me here. God damn it. Uh, Fey husband. My God. It, it, I'm on the six o'clock show, by the way, for... Uh, I was on last night and I was on tonight and I'm on, literally getting a million a million uh, like as I'm as I've been trying to tell you this story I've gotten four 
uh, WhatsApp messages on. We've gotten this. Yeah, I know. They're, they uh, I Jeff Richmond. Jeff Richmond. A- his name is. For anyone who is working from home <laughs> and has to do Skype meetings, wh- why are they so? Why has happened that it's like let's make a meeting that should be five minutes, an hour and a half? It's terminal. It really is. Uh, and um, Ro- Jeff Jeff Richmond. His name is. Who's Robert Carlock then? He's one of the executive producers of Thirty Rock. Ah, that's that's where I see his name. And okay. he did. Did he do a bit of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt as well? With oh, him? he must have, yeah. Um, they're both, they are both excellent. I would also just have to give an honourable mention, by the way, because I never fast-forwarded through this. I stopped watching it years ago, but home and away. I used to love the theme, and uh, at the time, this is years ago when I used to watch it, the Big Brother theme tune when Big Brother was big. <laughs> remember, yeah. like, that was all, like, the feeling that the theme tune would give you when it was yeah. coming on was like, but that was only because you were excited to be watching the show. Didn't it almost make to number one though? There was a remix, not Robert Miles, but there was a remix by Paul Oakenfold or someone no, like no, that. No, it was actually done by Oakenfold. They, they, oh, was it? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was actually an Oakenfold and someone else tune. Like, it, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, and it was a big hit. Then there's the X Files, which is a great theme tune as well. That's, that's not the X Files. I think you're 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 getting. Can you do know what it is? Thank you so, so much for uh, listening and enjoying this. Uh, it's uh, We're out of time. Uh, our email is sixbitspod at gmail.com. You can get in touch oh, there. Oh, we got some uh, emails. We, we've got emails. We'll, I'll come back to them tomorrow, actually, because yeah. we're so out of time. And it was Glenn Rowe, of course. Of course. <laughs> you should have seen his face as he just did that, by the way. Of I, course. Couldn't, I couldn't let it go, I could, just in case anyone thought. <laughs> That's you. Do you know what? You've just gotten back with that. One. Your Irish passport. Uh, well done. There, well there done. I'm back in, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, bad news, Ireland. I'm well sticking done. around. 